0: Today is the third day of March. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is fantastic to be here with you today around the global campfire as we gather together all over the world to take the next step forward in the scriptures. We have a bit of a transition today. We will conclude the book of Leviticus and begin what comes next, which happens to be the book of Numbers, and we'll do all that before we get back into the Gospel of Mark in the New Testament. So uh, let's dive in and finish Leviticus, and then we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about the book of Numbers, and then we will we will walk through the threshold into a brand new book, into new territory. But first, Leviticus chapter twenty-seven. Uh, Verse 14 through the end of the book, which is verse 34. If anyone dedicates their house as something holy to the Lord, the priest will judge its quality as good or bad. Whatever value the priest then sets, so it will remain. If the one who dedicates their house wishes to redeem it, they must add a fifth to its value, and the house will again become theirs. If anyone dedicates to the Lord part of their family land, its value is to be set according to the amount of seed required for it, 50 shekels of silver to a homer of barley seed. If they dedicate a field during the year of Jubilee, the value that has been set remains. But if they dedicate a field after the Jubilee, the priest will determine the value according to the number of years that remain until the next year of Jubilee and its set value will be reduced. If the one who dedicates the field wishes to redeem it, they must add a fifth to its value and the field will again become theirs. If, however, they do not redeem the field or if they have sold it to someone else, it can never be redeemed. When the field is released in the Jubilee, it will become holy, like a field devoted to the Lord. It will become priestly property. If anyone dedicates to the Lord a field they have bought, which is not part of their family land, the priest will determine its value up to the year of Jubilee, and the owner must pay its value on that day as something holy to the Lord. In the year of Jubilee, the field will revert to the person from whom it was bought, the one whose land it was. Every value is to be set according to the sanctuary shekel, twenty geras to the shekel. No one, however, may dedicate the firstborn of an animal, since the firstborn already belongs to the Lord, whether an ox or a sheep. It is the Lord's. If it is one of the unclean animals, it may be bought back at its set value, adding a fifth of the value to it, If it is not redeemed, it is to be sold at its set value. But nothing that a person owns and devotes to the Lord, whether a human being or an animal or family land, may be sold or redeemed. Everything so devoted must be holy to the Lord. No person devoted to destruction may be ransomed. They are to be put to death. A tithe of everything from the land whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. Whoever would redeem any of their tithe must add a fifth of the value to it. Every tithe of the herd and flock, every tenth animal that passes under the shepherd's rod, will be holy to the Lord. No one may pick out the good from the bad or make any substitution. If anyone does make a substitution... Both the animal and its substitute become holy and cannot be redeemed. These are the commands the Lord gave Moses at Mount Sinai for the Israelites. Okay, so that is the end of the book of Leviticus, which now brings us to the opening of the book of Numbers. And as we move into the book of Numbers, we might start feeling like Didn't we read this already? Like, haven't we heard some of this before? And some of that can feel tedious, but it's really important because we're moving now. We're like transitioning between the first generation of former Egyptian slaves who are out in the wilderness. We're now moving toward and into the next generation. And a lot has happened we've read every verse like we've, we've gone through it a lot of things have happened and God has shown up in the midst of the people with his mighty power and he has revealed to them what is now known as the mosaic law but now they have the law and have to learn to live it because because God is moving the people out and moving them toward the land of promise. And before the book of Numbers is over, we will see spies, very famous story, spies sent a spy out the land of promise and come back with a report. And we'll find that there are remarkable parallels in, in this story that relate to our lives really closely. We'll also know that this theme of, of a holy people God is holy, therefore his people will be holy continues to be a theme throughout Numbers. It, it's throughout the entire Torah or Pentateuch. And we'll also be able to see what the opposite does. Rebellion reaps judgment. And so we're about to dive in and uh, you know, begin reading the first chapter. The first nine chapters provide review and, and bring structure because God is moving his people out and toward the promised land. And so we'll see censuses being taken. We'll see additional laws being given. We'll review the laws. We'll see purification and celebrations happening. And then we will move toward the spies being sent across the Jordan into the promised land and an entire generation being destined to the wilderness and the chaos that that brings about. And then once the old generation has completely passed away, we'll watch new leadership rising up. We'll see some skirmishes and warfare starting. These people out in the wilderness are a mass of people and they are freaking everyone out around them. We'll see new laws get established. And, of course, with the censuses come a lot of counting, and we'll be able to participate in some of that, a good generous portion of that as well in the book of Numbers. And so we begin Numbers Chapter 1. The Lord spoke to Moses in the Tent of Meeting in the desert of Sinai on the first day of the second month of the second year after the Israelites came out of Egypt. He said, Take a census of the whole Israelite community by their clans and families, listing every man by name, one by one. You and Aaron are to count according to their divisions all the men in Israel who are 20 years old or more and able to serve in the army. One man from each tribe, each of them the head of his family, is to help you. These are the names of the men who are to assist you. From Reuben, Elezur, son of Shadur. From Simeon, Shalumiel, son of Shaddai, From Judah, Nashon, son of Aminadab; From Issachar, Netanel, son of Zuar. From Zebulun, Eliab, son of Elon. From the sons of Joseph. From Ephraim, Elishama son of Amiud. From Manasseh, Gamaliel, son of Petazur. From Benjamin, Abidin, son of Gideoni. From Dan, Ahaitzer, son of Amishadai. From Asher, Pagiel, son of Okran. From Gad, Eliasaph, son of Duel. From Naphtali, Ahira, son of Enan. These were the men appointed from the community, the leaders of their ancestral tribes. They were the heads of the clans of Israel. Moses and Aaron took these men whose names had been specified and they called the whole community together on the first day of the second month. The people registered their ancestry by their clans and families And the men twenty years old or more were listed by name one by one, as the Lord commanded Moses. And so he counted them in the desert of Sinai. From the descendants of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, all the men twenty years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, one by one, according to the records of their clans and families." The number from the tribe of Reuben was 46,500. From the descendants of Simeon, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were counted and listed by name, one by one, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Simeon was 59,300. From the descendants of Gad, All the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Gad was 45,650. From the descendants of Judah, All the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Judah was 74,600. From the descendants of Issachar, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Issachar was 54,400. From the descendants of Zebulun, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Zebulun was 57,400. From the sons of Joseph, from the descendants of Ephraim, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Ephraim was 40,500. From the descendants of Manasseh All the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Manasseh was 32,200. From the descendants of Benjamin All the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Benjamin was 35,400. From the descendants of Dan, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Dan was 62,700. From the descendants of Asher, All the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Asher was 41,500. From the descendants of Naphtali, All the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Naphtali was 53,400. These were the men counted by Moses and Aaron and the 12 leaders of Israel, each one representing his family. All the Israelites, 20 years old or more, who were able to serve in Israel's army were counted according to their families. The total number was 603,550. The ancestral tribe of the Levites, however, was not counted along with the others. The Lord had said to Moses, You must not count the tribe of Levi or include them in the census of the other Israelites. Instead, appoint the Levites to be in charge of the tabernacle of the covenant law over all its furnishings and everything belonging to it. They are to carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings. They are to take care of it and encamp around it. Whenever the tabernacle is to move, the Levites are to take it down, and whenever the tabernacle is to be set up, the Levites shall do it. Anyone else who approaches it is to be put to death. The Israelites are to set up their tents by divisions, each of them in their own camp, under their standard. The Levites, however, are to set up their tents around the tabernacle of the covenant law so that my wrath will not fall on the Israelite community. The Levites are to be responsible for the care of the tabernacle of the covenant law. The Israelites did all this just as the Lord commanded Moses. Mark 11, 1-26 As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here, Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father, David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves, because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. And as he taught them, he said, Is it not written? My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him, for they feared him, because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In the morning as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God. Jesus answered, Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, It will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. Psalm 46 For the director of music of the Sons of Korah, according to Alamont, a song. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts His voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations He has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Proverbs ten twenty three. A fool finds pleasure in wicked schemes, but a person of understanding delights in wisdom. Father, we thank you for your word. And we thank you for this new territory that we are moving into in the book of Numbers. We ask Holy Spirit that you would lead us through it. And we would see what we need to see and hear what we need to hear. As we learn more and more of this story of the formation of people that you brought out of slavery and into a land of promise and all of the drama that it took to get them there. And we see, from a a wide perspective that this is our story. You have brought us out of slavery. You have invited us into a land of wholeness and promise and all of the drama that it takes for us to trust you to get us there. And we're sorry for that. We humble ourselves before you in this, recognizing that The scriptures become a mirror into our own lives and souls. We ask that you would lead us into all truth and that we might be awake, alert, and aware that we are utterly dependent upon you and we can trust you. There is no other. We pray this in the name of Jesus, Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base, and that is the website. It is where you find out what is going on around here. The Daily Audio Bible app will put that in the palm of your hand, and you can download the app from uh, from the, the app store that's connected to your smart device. Just search for Daily Audio Bible, and you'll be able to find it. And so check that out. Check out out the resources that are available in the Daily Audio Bible shop. There are a number of categories there uh, that you can peruse all for the journey that we are on through the Bible this year. Check out the community section. Get connected on social media. Visit the prayer wall. Those things can be found in the community section, so check that out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, Thank you, Humbly. We couldn't do this if we didn't do it together, and so thank you, Humbly. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or The mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app, or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow.
1: Oh, good day, Dabbers. This is Possum Calling from the UK. I've been listening to you, um, Brian and Jill and Ezekiel in China for about um, nine years now. So I thank you for all you do. I'm um, ringing for a very good friend of mine called Angela. And she's a dear sister in Christ. Her husband, Alan, is fighting for his life on a life support machine um, at present. They want to try and bring him around, but each time they do, he gets distressed. Um, So I just want us to pray with that faith that Brian talked about, that if we can just touch the hem of Jesus, that lady had that faith that she knew she'd be healed. So I just now reaching out um, and touching Alan and just asking for that healing, that miracle in Jesus' name that he'll be well and we can shout, thank you, Lord, you healed him. I pray for this in Jesus' name. I also pray for Angela and the family for um, their wisdom and uh, strength in making decisions. And I pray that they make the right decisions. And I pray for the peace that will surpass All understanding be unto them as they sit there and wait. Father God, you are a good God. I love you. I adore you. I worship you. You are everything to me. And I know that you're everything to Angela and Alan. So please, Lord, I'm begging at the hem. Heal in Jesus' name.
2: Hi, it's Shannon from Texas. And this is a very hard call for me to make, but I'm just going to do it anyway. I need some prayers, all the prayers I can get for my son, Jadrian, who you guys have been helping me pray for since, I think it was like 2014 when I first started calling in. And really rough, you know, up until he went, I've just was bombarding the gates of heaven with prayer for him for deliverance uh 2020 he went or 2021 he went into a um jail rehab and he had a son all the way and he came out and things were different it was like a miracle and it appears that now he's back using the gift and it's like I was fought so hard, I know it's not my vow to fight, but as a parent, it's like I don't know how I'll not to take that on. I just believe in warfare and I pray so hard and it's like, okay, he's free, and then it's like, okay, but now he's not. So it's just, it's a lot emotionally, it's a lot, it's just a lot. And um, the biggest thing is with my grandson's safety, and that's just my number one priority at this time. And, you know, drugs are just, you know, that demon just has to go back to hell where it came from. And that's what I'm believing. I'm believing that this will not come into the fullness. I think it's something that just started with a new job. And
3: I just appreciate it. Good morning. I just heard Brian's commentary from February 24th about what Jesus said, that what makes a person unclean comes from within the heart. Brian went on to say that we worry about our outward appearance rather than what's going on from within. As of the first of January, I felt the Lord impressing upon me to stop drinking alcohol. I never thought I was overdoing it, but it wasn't until Brian mentioned that it's from within. What's going on inside our heart is what really matters. The Holy Spirit helped me put two and two together. I have been masking so many sad areas of my past both distantly and recently. This past year has just been horrendous. I guess I might have been trying to cover up that sadness um, by medicating myself with with the alcohol and, and trying to be someone who I'm not. I was covering up that hurt. My prayer is not only for myself but anyone out there who is hurting and maybe doesn't even know that it it's from a deeply seated hurt in your heart maybe you've been trying the new diet, the new workout, the new makeup drug or drink of choice. I'm finding out that this is not a fix up. It's not out there but it's in there. It's in the heart. The heart needs to be changed God, please help me and anyone else who finds themselves in a time of confusion of why we have so much anger, rage, um, sexual sin, or any of those sins that Jesus was talking about. I pray that His light will flood us with His peace, His clarity, His restoration, and forgiveness. Get rid of the fake, Lord, and bring back the real joy of
4: our. Hello.
5: Hello. Um I met me one of those days, Uh, this is Minita from Lombard. Um, Once in a great while, I get sad. And I know the Lord is with me, He gives me the strength. But Tracy, I know it's hard. But you are in my prayers, may the Lord restore your marriage. Uh we you have a lot of people praying for you. Um, but today I'm really sad, you know. Sometimes a sadness comes upon me and I have to call out to the name of the Lord. I was I was married for thirty-five years, thirty-seven in total with one man faithfully to him. And um my case is different. We were pastors and while I was taking care of his parents at home because I couldn't take him to church, he got really close to the to the church secretary, and uh, he's still with her. It's been almost four years, and that we've been divorced. And, uh, and today I I see pictures once in a while. It's the devil because I don't look for it; it just happens, and I see them together. I assume they're married, you know. Um, there's no hope for me to be with him there is no way that I will accept him in my life ever well they're together they're married so that's okay you know Lord help them but yeah say a prayer for me because I do it do saddens me you know I've been single I'm not remarried yet God bless you thanks for praying
4: Hello, Daily Audio Bible. This is Sinner and Saint calling in from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. I heard a young woman call in who is pregnant and has gestational diabetes and now her blood pressure is going up. And I wanted to pray for you, my young sister, as well as tell you that I had um, increased blood pressure towards the end of my pregnancy and I got hospitalized so that I could lay low and not even sit up because the doctor just wanted me to be able to wait out some time for the baby to further develop his lungs. Anyhow, I want you to not be afraid, and so I'll say a prayer. Dear Father, please be with this young woman in her pregnancy and please help her to have a a safe and wonderful delivery and a wonderful life with the new baby. Please help her not to be overwhelmed about what needs to be done because babies just need hugs and love and somewhere to sleep. Lord, we ask you for your blessing and your um, peace and your calm and your joy for for this young woman. We love you, Jesus, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.